Interwomic Ministries presents part two in Grace, the Power of the Gospel, a six-part series. This teaching by Andrew is titled, Faith Equals Righteousness. We pray that the Word of God will come alive in your heart as you listen. Today I'm beginning my second teaching through the book of Romans. We're now into Romans chapter 2. Lero neyongirayo nesomo yafe mchitabo cha barumi ngeraka tuli mu barumi esule yokubiri. I'm going to speed up a little bit, but I was dealing primarily with Romans chapter 1 verses 16 and 17. Ngenda kwangwa yangu wa muko na yenga musomeria sote twabade tulaba barumi esula esoka olunyirwa 10 na mukaga ne 10 msanvu. Where it says that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for therein in the gospel is the power of God revealed from faith unto faith. And we've been talking about all of this. I define the gospel here as talking about the good news. Specifically, the nearly too good to be true news that God loves us independent of our actions. It's not based on what we do, but it's based on what Jesus did for us. And all we have to do is either receive it. Or by faith or if we reject it. And you don't have to reject what Jesus did. By just saying, I reject Jesus, but substitute your goodness. Instead of looking to Jesus as your source. Or mix your goodness with it. That's what Galatians talks about is a perversion of the gospel. Well, where it's what Jesus did plus what you add to it. If you do any of that, you negate what Jesus has done. It's like this. Jesus plus nothing equals everything. But Jesus plus anything equals nothing. The moment you add your goodness, your performance, you believe that sure, Jesus had to pay a price, but you've also got to be holy. In order to receive. The moment you adopt that attitude, you negate the power of the gospel. 
oba omalide muddala echinyusi echamanyi genjiri and that's what stops the power of god nurechukat echuchechigana amanyi ga katonda Romans 1, 16 and 17, the gospel. The nearly too good to be true news that God loves you because he is love and not because you are lovely. That is the power that releases healing, deliverance, joy, peace, prosperity, and on and on. Aga sumulula Okusumulua emirembe And then he says You don't have to tell people About how much of a sinner they are Because they have this intuitive knowledge On the inside Then Romans chapter 1 Verses 20 through the end of the chapter shows you that you can deaden yourself towards this still small voice. That's on the inside. But it does exist. It is there. And it's there until you become reprobate. Until you cross a line, until you've rejected the conviction of God so many times. That he'll just let you go. And once that happens, man, there is no salvation after that. So Romans chapter 1 is basically showing that every person is guilty because of the intuitive knowledge of God and of their unrighteousness He's revealed himself against all unrighteousness and ungodliness of man. It's clearly seen. They are without excuse. So Romans chapter 1 is showing that every person has this intuitive knowledge of God on the inside. Then in chapter 2, he begins to start talking to the religious person. And look at this in Romans chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judgest, for wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself, for thou that judgest committest, uh, doest the same things. In other words, if you're sitting there and saying, this is wrong, 
You know what you're doing? You're showing that you have this standard of right and wrong on the inside of you. And so Omanyete chobokola nti obola ganti katigolina emutendera ogula ganti ekitufu nechi chamu katino recho. You are guilty. You may not be doing the exact same thing that you're they are doing, but you're Norecho katinawe guba gukusinga. Winzo kubanga gutokolera darecho chebakola na ye. You're still breaking the law. You're still Naweira obocha menyeteka. A sinner, you still come short. You are condemning yourself every time you condemn somebody else. Kubera na wuri mononi erakati na we guba gukusinga buri watani koko nenyomulala. You know Jesus made it clear when he came that the law said don't kill, but he said if you hate a person in your heart. Yes, ya chigira yo darabulunji kubange teka ligamanti nototanga na yate ya gamanti singa tegu ocha wamuntu mutimago. You're guilty of murder. Ndinawe guba gukusinga gokuta. It says don't commit adultery. Agamanti nutoyenda anganayate. But if you lust after a woman in your heart, you're guilty of of adultery. Singa umara no yaka eliomu kazi mutimago na uguba kukusingo gobu enzi. And on and on. And so people who are sitting there showing these things. Nebila lebili ingebio. Norecho kati avantu abatula uwa nebata andika ukulaba binobio na. Are <coughs> therefore condemning their own self because they are showing that they have a standard. Ngabane nyabala la chitegeza antinawobe njini guba guba singa. Kubanga boba babala ganti bo baline chigira. A knowledge of right and wrong. No kumanya okuli wakati uwechichamu nechitufu. Look at this in verse 4. It says, Or despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. Agama mulu njiri orokuna, nti obo nyomi obo gaga obo obulu njibwe, nobu wombefu, no kugumikiriza. Ngatuma nyingo obulu njibwa katonda, Bukuleta mukwenenya. You know, if you've been listening to what I'm saying, and if you are a traditional Christian that has been brought up under law, performance, that you got to do good in order to get good. Okufuka omurunji. And you've got to be holy and God won't move in your life if you aren't holy. I can guarantee you. If that's the way that you've been brought up and if you've embraced that, the things that I've been saying. Have been offensive. And there are some people that despise it. And this is what Paul is talking about. Are you despising the riches and the goodness and the forbearing and long suffering? Not knowing that it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. You can draw more flies with honey than you can with vinegar. If the church was talking about the goodness of God, God's not the one that's caused your divorce. God's not the one that caused you to have sickness and disease. In some kind of a deformity. 
God is not the one that causes all of these problems. God does not control everything. Let me just ask you this. Does God control you? Do everything you say, is it God? Or do you do things on your own? Do you th- do things out of bitterness? Do you give in and let things... If God doesn't control you, what makes you think he controls everything else? See, this is misrepresenting God. And yet there are people today who are just believing that, no, you've got to condemn people. you got to do all this stuff. No, it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. And if the church was preaching the goodness of God, if we were preaching the gospel, the nearly too good to be true news, that God loves us in spite of all of our problems and all of our sins and failures. If we were proclaiming that, it would be like a bell that would draw people to God. But instead, we're going out, you know, many people go out on the street and they'll stand there and say, Repent, you're a sinner, you're going to hell, and we're wondering why we don't draw a crowd. And that's not good news. That's not nearly too good to be true news. It is true that people are going to hell and that they need to repent. And so we, there is a place for saying those things. But that is not the gospel. We need to be proclaiming the gospel. You know, a man who works at the feed store in my local town. He was a sniper. In Vietnam, and he killed so many people. He told me, he says, God's given up on me. God can't do anything. And I said, look, God hasn't given up on you. You might have given up on you. But God hasn't given up. And man, I just am trying to show this man the love of God and let him know that God loves him. It doesn't matter what you've done. God loves you. Did you realize that Paul, the man who wrote this book that we're studying, he wrote half of the New Testament books? Did you know that the Apostle Paul killed people? 
omutumuyu yatabantu he did it in the name of the lord atenga yachikola mulinyali amukama thinking that he was persecuting these christians this break off from judaism ngaye alozantino kati alimuku mukuba atulugunya bana bakristayo abekutula kubayudaya but nonetheless he was consenting unto their death era yawanga yo nolukusa abo bebanatta he stood there and held the coats as they stoned stephen the very first martyr in the church yaliwo nokubera wo ngabatta stefano ngabamukuba mayinja oko kwekwali okutibwo kusoka mu kanisa he was guilty of murder he was guilty of all kinds of things and he wrote half of the new testament books Paulo no gwali kumusingo ogwokutta nayate kankubulire ne wankubaddenga yakolebyo byonna nayate yawandika kitundu tundu echenda gane mpya Did you know that Moses the man who wrote the first 5 books of the Bible and also Psalms chapter 90 Ochimanyi ntino ne Musa yenyine yawandike bitabe bitane bisoka ne zabuli chenda Moses killed an Egyptian thinking he was doing God's will David, a man who was mildly used to God and wrote many of the Psalms and ne Daudi yenyini eyakozesebwa katonda mumanya amanje nnyo eranga yawandika ne bitobya zabuli. First and second Samuel and first and second uh, Kings zabuli ezizisoka atene sekabake kisoka necho kubiri. Were written First Kings was written about him in part of First Chronicles. Wobosomye echo sekabake kisoka ba did you know that the majority of the people who wrote the Bible were murderers? David committed adultery and murdered to cover up his adultery. And yet he humbled himself and received forgiveness. If that'll happen for David, for Moses, for Paul, it'll happen for you. God can touch you right where you are right now. But you have to quit letting your sin be bigger than God. Some of you are thinking, you don't know what I've done. Well, you don't know what Jesus did. Jesus took all of your sin. And he bore all of your sin. And his sacrifice is infinitely greater than your sin. His sacrifice was enough to cover the sin of the entire human race. From all times past to all times in the future. One drop of Jesus blood was so holy. So powerful that it was greater than all of your sin. You just have to humble yourself. You have to quit letting your sin be bigger than God. Some of you, well, you just don't know what I've done. 
It's nothing compared to what Jesus did for you. Sifuddeyo kuchiche wakola kubate chiri na chechiri wobo chigeregele nizane cho kuchiche ya kolera gwe. Receive it right now. Receive this love of God and understand it's the goodness of God. Norecho chifuno na kuruwalero atera tegera ntipwe bulunji no kwa gala kwa katonda. That leads you to repentance. Okukuletera okulokoka. The thief that was on the cross. Nomu biye njini e yaliku musalaba. Next to Jesus. He didn't have time to go to church. She didn't get water baptized. He didn't have time to do anything. He just received the salvation. All he said was, Father, remember me when, or he says, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And, and the Lord said, today you'll be with me in paradise. In the 10th chapter of the book of Mark, you find where Peter went and preached to a Gentile. Which the Jews believed that a Gentile, a non-Jew, could not have a relationship with God. Atenga abayuda ya boba aliba kiliza nti banama wanga abata aliba yuda ya buna baita basu wakubana ankona gane katonda. And yet God gave Peter this vision and showed him that na yato laba nti katonda yalaga Petro kule soba kuno namulaga. Salvation was open to all people not just the Jews. Namulaga nti obulokozi bualibu gule ribuli muntuye na sosiba yuda ya buka. And he went there and the power of God fell and Cornelius and his entire household got born again. But in the 11th chapter of the book of Acts, he got called on the carpet by the Jews back in Jerusalem. Because they found out that he went in and ate with Gentiles. And so they began to criticize him and he started giving an explanation. And when he explained what had happened. He used the vision that he had. He used the fact that these people spoke in tongues. That they had received the Holy Spirit as a proof that they had been born again, but he never mentioned water baptism. Because that's only a sign. It's an outward act, a manifestation, but it is not essential to salvation. Anytime you start saying that you got to be water baptized, that you got to go to church, that you got to quit this, you, gotta, you can't dip or cuss or chew or go with those that do. You got to live all of these things before God will accept you. You are against the gospel. You are diminishing what Jesus has done. 
era obote kawanse chokushi yakola I'm telling you it's the goodness of God kankubulire njogera anti bulunji bwakatonda that leads men to repentance ntiwebuletera abantu okulokoka and so the second chapter of the book of Romans is showing it Rachel kati esulene yokubiri mu kitabo kyabarumi ekulaga any person who is condemning another person ntibuli muntu yenna anenyo muntu omulala is not understanding the gospel by you condemning other people you are condemning yourself if you were saying that you got to quit this and quit this and quit this and you're going to condemn yourself because you still do things wrong I've had people before come up to me and say you're encouraging people to live in sin. No, I'm not. It says in Titus chapter 2 verse 11 The grace of God that brings salvation hath appeared unto all men verse Twelve says, teaching us to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts that we should live soberly and righteously and holy in this present life. The grace of God will teach you to live holy. It says in Romans chapter 6, I believe it's verse 14. It says, Sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Grace actually breaks the dominion of sin. It does not free you to go live in sin. It frees you from sin. I'm not encouraging people to sin. And the people who sit there and, and are condemning somebody, well, no, they've got to do this. By you saying that God won't move in their life until they live holy, you are condemning yourself because you aren't holy. You know, it says this over in Galatians, which I've made this point a number of times. Galatians is the same teaching, just with all of the gloves taken off. I mean, Paul is being brutal. And he says that, uh, let me just read this to you. Out of the book of Galatians chapter 3, right here. In Galatians chapter 3, he says, Know ye not that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. Verse 8, the scripture for seeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then they which are of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Verse 9, 
bwechara ba edda katonda bwaliwa abama wanga obutukirivu olwokukiriza nechibulira olubereberiye Ibrahimu enjiri mugwe amawanga gonna mwegaliwerwa omukisa bwechityo abayima mukukiriza bawerwa omukisa awamu ne Ibrahimu eyalina okukiriza for as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse for it is written cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them Olwekumi ntikubanga bonna abayima mu bikolwe byamateeka bafugibwa chikoli mu kubanga chawandikiwanti akolimiddwa buli atabinyikirira byonna ebyawandikwa mu kitabe ky'amateeka okubikolanga See when you begin to start telling people you got to do this and this you katika nkulage ntibotandiko okugamba abantu ntisimanyo teke dokola kino nechiri You're putting them under the curse of the law and by doing that you are cursing yourself Oboba teka wansiwe chikoli mechamateka atina weke nnyinyo bawe kolimira because you haven't fulfilled every uh, detail of it Kubanga nawe kennyini totukiriza abuliteka lyo chona chirigamba if you are preaching the law, the law carries a curse. Bwobanga gobulira mateka amateka chegasitude chechikolimo. In Deuteronomy chapter 27 it says, Atenga echamateka bilimu musamva agamba, Cursed is he that confirmeth not all of the words of this law. Nti akolimidwa oyatatukiriza bulichintu chona amateka chegagamba. Not most of them, not just do better than somebody else. Nti si agamu kugo ndio basikola kwago kusinga ko kumuntu omulala do 90% of no you either got to be holy but asimayo boko zeko chenda ku chikumi kugo nedda wabula otekedwa okubo mutukirivu or you need to trust in the grace obasichecho wesige chisa of god the gospel the nearly too good to be true news chakatonda ngiyo yenjiri and so this is what chapter 2 is all about. Showing that even the religious person, they are doubly guilty. Because they not only have the intuitive knowledge of their conscience of what is right and wrong. But they also have the word of God that amplifies that voice. And makes it crystal clear so the religious person is doubly guilty and then in chapter 3 he basically just comes back and says we've all sinned we are all the ground is all level at the foot of the cross nobody has a step up on another person there's nobody who is closer to God because of their performance and their good works and it's all level we all just are guilty before God. And so that's basically what the first three chapters of the book of Romans say. 
esula zinesa tumichitabo chabarumi echitino chizo girako let me just amplify on some of the things that are said right here in Romans chapter 3 because this is so different than what our society is proclaiming today and even a lot of Christians there are many of you that go to churches that what I'm going to say what the Bible is saying right here is completely contrary to what you hear in your church today well I would have to say that the Bible is correct and then therefore your church would be wrong I'm not against church there are good churches but as a whole the body of Christ is not operating in the gospel they're operating in a performance works based mentality so let me read some of these verses in Romans chapter 3 in verse 9 what then are we better than they no in no wise for we have before prove both Jews and Gentiles that are all are under sin. In other words, what this is saying, it's bringing everybody to the same place. Are you better than the person who's the, a pagan? A person who doesn't know anything about the Lord, are you somehow or another closer to God? Does it take less grace? For God to change your life than it does somebody else? No way. We're all guilty before God. You know, so I, I believe that this is true, that we're all guilty and we're all the same. But in a sense, it's actually harder for the religious person than it is the person who's been a prostitute, a drug dealer, or a homosexual, a liar, a thief, a murderer, or whatever. It's actually harder for the religious person to come to total dependence upon God because they've been taught that no, God moves in your life because you are so good. 
And it's hard for that religious person to get away from trusting in their own self-righteousness. Whereas you take the murderer and he knows that he hadn't got any ground to stand on before God. And if he's going to receive it, it just has to be the mercy of God. Did you know that your own goodness, your trust in your own goodness is an impediment to God moving in your life? So that's the point that's being made in Romans chapter 3. He spent three chapters basically saying that we aren't better than anybody else. There isn't a hell number two or a hell number three that people go to. If you miss heaven by an inch, it's the same as missing it by a mile. You're guilty. You're just as guilty as the prostitute, as the homosexual. As the drunk, as the murderer, as anybody else. We all are sinners, and that's the point that he concludes with in Romans chapter 3, verse 23. We've all sinned, come short of the glory of God. But on the way to that point, let's read some of these verses. He begins to quote Old Testament scriptures and Romans chapter 3 verse 10 it says as it is written there is none righteous no not one. Did you know there's people today that would take issue with that? Oh, no, I'm righteous. Well, I'm righteous through Christ. And if you want to say that, yeah, I'm righteous through Christ. I agree with that. But if you're talking about self-righteousness. And that you are good on your own. That is absolutely wrong. You know, there's people that say, well, at my core, I'm a good person, but I just make mistakes. And I just need Jesus to make up the difference. No. At your core, 
you're a sinner. Nedda nawe kuntandi kwayo ngago omuntu olimwononyi. There is nobody that is good. Teriyo muntu yenna atukiride. Man of fact that is what it's going to go on to say there is none righteous no not one. Chuvolaba era agena no masona gamanti tewali mutukirivu no mu tewali no mu. At your core we were all born a sinner. Kubanga fenna twazalibwa tulibononyi. And you may live better than somebody else. Oyinza kola kubanga gwe oli yadde yadde ko kusinga omuntu omulala. You may not go out and commit the sins that somebody else committed. Oboli autogenda but at our core every one of us at our core is a sinner you don't have to teach young children to go out and sin you got to teach them how to not sin Wabula oteke dwa kubasomesa engeri jibanzo kubera wonga tebononye how to reject sin engeri jibanzo kugano kuonona but it's just natural we were born in sin nayenga chocha bulijjo twazaliwa mu kibi abefeso Ephesians chapter 2 abefeso 2 let me just turn over and read this i'm not sure i could quote all of this exactly but in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 it says and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins did you know what if you're dead you're dead there's not varying degrees of dead if you're dead, you're dead. That's, that ought to be so obvious that it shouldn't be a point. But some, well, no, I'm not as dead as somebody else. Dead is dead. Amen. We were all dead in trespasses and sins. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. This is talking about people who aren't born again. Did you know they have a spirit in them? A spirit. And this isn't talking about like your anatomy, spirit, soul, and body. This is talking about a demonic spirit. In verse 3, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Before you get born again, you are by nature a child of the devil. A children of wrath. 
YOU HAVE A SPIRIT WORKING IN YOU, THE SPIRIT OF YOUR FATHER, THE DEVIL. NGORINA OMOYO YO AFUGA MUGWE OMOYO WATATA WONGA YESITANI. AND HE WORKED IN ALL OF US. ATENGO YAKOLA MUFEFENA. YOU KNOW, I GOT BORN AGAIN WHEN I WAS EIGHT YEARS OLD. OMANYINZE NALOKO KANDINE MIAKA MUNANA. I HAVEN'T GONE OUT AND DONE MURDER AND A LOT OF THE THINGS THAT OTHER PEOPLE HAD DONE. NZE CHADARA SAGE NAKOBUERU KUTAMUNTU YENA KOLA BINDOVYO NABYO NABANTU VIVAZEBA KOLA. BUT I HAD THAT SINFUL NATURE IN ME. And it was manifesting itself. I would lie. I wouldn't tell the truth. If it wasn't convenient, I was selfish. And Bible says Romans 14:23, whatsoever is not a faith is sin. And I can guarantee you there's things that I was not in faith in. I was in sin. There are people today that use, you know, these arbitrary standards. And you've got to do this, this, and this. But God's standard is perfection. It's not relative to other people. And all of us have sinned and come short of that. So again, this verse says, There is none righteous, no, not one. Most of the people in our nation would reject that and say, No, I am a righteous person. I'm not perfect, but I am righteous, and they have relative. Righteousness. Relative holiness. The Bible says there is none righteous. No, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. You know, it's amazing to me. We've recently had a lot of uh, revelation about all of these people who are movie stars. Politicians, people who are influential, news people who've been exposed for these sexual misconducts. Sexual harassment and stuff. And people are just, I'm shocked that they would do this. I'm not. This is human nature. And the only thing that's going to change it is the Lord. Now you might be able to bridle it and paint yourself up and look good. But I tell you, a person without Jesus I am not shocked. 
anze sewunyi za dala when they commit these things bwebe sanganga bako zebintu bino even people that know the lord if they aren't seeking the lord kubanga nabantu benyini abamanyimuka mawebanga tebamunonya yielding to him i'm not shocked ngira tebamuleka abalunga miero nabo nabo sewunya it is human nature kubanga echo chiri muchikola cha muntu to live in sin echo kutambulira muchibi the people reason people live in sin is because they are sinners era ensonga lwacha abantu batambulira muchibi kubanga bobo nonyi it's not their sins that make them a sinner it's their sin nature that makes them sin siche chibi echibafula abononyi naye echikule che chibi che chibafula abononyi These things the reason I'm reading this is because it's so contrary to our values that we have in our society. Inalwa chino nchogera kubanga chino chikontanira dalane nonozo tulina mu bitundu bya feje tuva. Today but the Bible is right and our society values are wrong. Nayate Bible yeno yawandikibwa ne nono entufu na yenonozo ebitundu bya feje tuva izo zicham. It goes on to say they are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no not one. Again, there's some people well, I, I'll take issue with that. There's lots of people that do good. Kati era kino abantu manyi banji kibajja kubewunyisa na era kino ngamba anti waliwa abantu kala abenja ulabakole ebintu ebirungi. Again it's a relative good. They may help an old lady across the street. They may give towards something. You know there's people that go out and do quote unquote good things but the attitude that it's done in is more important than the action. You can see this in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 3 it says if I give all of my goods to feed the poor or if I give my body to be burned and don't do it motivated by charity God's kind of love it profits me nothing Wagamira entintira bwempayo byennina byonna eri abavu era nempayo mubiri gwangu kokebwa na yenga sirina kuagala mbasiri ko chenga siza So that shows you that the motive behind your action is more important than your action Echo no chikulaga ntino echigenderwa checho chokola chikuru nyono kusinga echo chokola In verse 13 their throat is an open sepulcher with their tongues they have used deceit The poison of asp is under her lips. You know, this is talking about the same person. That was doing something good up here, but God is showing that nope, their heart was all wrong. In verse 14, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their way, and the way of peace have they not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. 
mu kurekuminetana gamanti ebigere byabwe byangu okuyiwo musayi okuzikirira nobunaku biri mu makubo gabwe so tebamanyanga kubo lya mirembe tewali kutia katonda mu maso gabwe webale kuuliza program ya fe ya gospel truth tukiriza anti oweredwa nnyo mukisa okuyita mukusomesebwa kuno obango yagala tusabeko nawe obolina ekibuzo chonna obolina obujulizi kwecho katonda chakozo kuyita ku program weno tukubireko ku namba za simu zino wa manga 0200 ngambiye eri 0200 oba 0 musanvu musanvu munana atano mutano nkaga mutano nsanvu ngambiye 0 musanvu musanvu munana atano mutano nkaga mutano nsanvu kulokwagala kwa katondo kutaliko komojoli twogero mukisa kwa katonda Tuogere nkula akulana, ila tuogere okonyezewa, mulinyari ya mukama fe yesu, uwele duanyo omkisa.